Hey, it's Philip George, and you're listening to Luke Luke Botham. Luke Botham. Hello there, and uh, welcome along. Thank you very, very much for uh, downloading me. <laughs> Can I say that, downloading me? I don't know, that sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. Sorry, guys. But anyway, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. And as you might have guessed, I am Luke Botham, and this is my official podcast, the first ever one. So you might be wondering, what can I expect from downloading the Luke Botham podcast? Well, the main idea is going to be to go over some of the highlights from the last couple of weeks. It's going to be fortnightly, but we are going to have some new exclusive podcast exclusive things as well, which you can get involved with. Anyway, so this week we're going to start off by playing my interview with Philip George from last week. And the best thing about listening on the podcast is that you get the full version and it does include a lot of this. (laughs) Why am I so awkward? Do you not think I'm potentially the most awkward person on the planet? I mean, you must be listening and thinking, why does he laugh like that? (laughs) but I do just natural it's not forced it just happens I can't help it please forgive me for that anyway I'm going to play for you now Philip George this is my interview from last week's show Luke Botham now this weekend we've got a bit of a superstar gracing us with their presence he became famous after shooting to number two in the charts earlier this year with Wish You Were Mine and now he's got a brand new single I am of course talking about the wonderful Philip George. He's on the show after this. Luke Bolton. And now I do think it is more than time for my interview with Philip George. I'm at a service station, <laughs> waiting, for, waiting for the call. Oh, are you? <laughs> is it? I'm on, the, I'm on the road at the moment. So. Oh, are you? Whereabouts are you? Uh, just outside of Manchester. Oh, okay, yeah, because uh, you're doing like a tour at the moment, aren't you? Like uh, all, the different, all the different gigs at the moment. Yeah, but I'm actually doing a studio session today in Manchester, so uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm on my way to to go and do that today. So yeah, looking forward to that. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be really good. Is that just like doing yeah, like yeah. sort of like recording some songs and things? Yeah, just basically getting in the studio with it with a couple of songwriters and uh, seeing what we can produce. Basically, so we can get out of the bag. So I uh, hope it'll be a good day. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, the main reason for the interview today is because you're coming to Darlington this weekend. Um, yes, I am, yeah. Have you ever been to Darlington before, or is it the first time? I, I, I've never been to Darlington, no, no, no. So, yeah, you'll have to tell me what to expect. Oh, it's <laughs> good, yeah. It's, um, I think you're doing... Are you doing Kong? I think so. I, I I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure. I've done that many shows this week, I'm not 100% sure. Oh, there's loads, yeah. <laughs> the last few weeks have been absolutely crazy. I've literally been all over the place. I was going to say you've been to Ibiza and all sorts, haven't you? Yeah. I took over Twitter yesterday, a Twitter account for, for We Are Warehouse, which is a new event. And I uh, got asked those questions, and someone sent me a picture, and it was at a club in like Ipswich, and I was like, I can't even remember playing at Ipswich. That's so bad. Like, <laughs> some places I just because I play in that in different t- different towns and cities, I just forget where I've played. So bad. It's just because I'm playing that many that many that many places. So it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see why though. When you when you in one like city in like you know Spain or something one day, and the next minute you're in England, it's gonna be it's gonna be really confusing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's exactly it. Um, is, is the tour going quite well so far though is it, is it enjoyable though yeah yeah it really is yeah 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 I mean, it's, it's very tiring um, trying to get I mean the most important thing for me is like getting sleep so like obviously like trying to find sleep when possible because sometimes some days you'll get like three hours sleep like at the weekend I only got two hours sleep and then I had to be up again which is like, like almost pathetic <laughs> so yeah it's, uh, but no it's been absolutely amazing I've played some amazing shows I've been like to Ibiza Belgium and just like you know I've just been travelling around and it's been been really really cool 
I guess, um, especially because the, I guess the difference with a DJ set to a to like a, a gig if you're a singer like is that obviously DJ sets usually finish later on, don't they? So you're going to be finishing yeah, in the early hours yeah. in the morning and then and then getting up again the next day. And that's going to be quite exactly, tiring. Exactly, and that's the tiring part because yeah, as a DJ you are you're playing especially is yeah you're playing like sometimes I finish at like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm not going to get back until like four and then might have an early flight, you see. So, yeah, that's what I mean by sleep. It's like sleep's the hard. The toughest thing about this job is uh, is just the sleep part. But apart from that, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you'll find Darlington quite a good crowd. It's usually um, it's usually quite quite lively on a, fri- uh, on a Friday, Saturday night, actually. It's, it's quite surprising. Wicked, wicked. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. Should be yeah, good during, during the day, it's just sort of pretty chilled out, really. In the nighttime, it just sort of take, takes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good because uh, it's the it's. I have a week off after that, so it's like the it's like the end of uh, a two busy two busy weeks. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So it should be good. Even more reasons to yeah. celebrate then, eh? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I might have a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's quite yeah. cheap actually. Mind you, they'll probably give you them free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so what what can we expect from the the set on um on this weekend? Probably just like. Uh, just a fun set, basically fun house music. Basically. It'll all be house music, but it'll be uh, covering all, all aspects of house, like you know, a bit of, bit of uh, you know dance floor bangers and like you know a few mainstream stuff, um, a few stuff that I've made, like a few, a few new things, and yeah, just a bit of everything really, just to keep the fun basically there. Just that's what it's all about, just having fun. So yeah, as long as the crowd are happy, you know, I'm happy. Luke Bolton. <laughs> Anyway, it's now time to go back to Philip George, so here we go. Have you got like a favourite song to play to a to a cl- like a club crowd, or is it kind of different each time? Um, not really, because it is it is different each time. Because I play something, man, and I, I like I pick something out every single time I have a new show, and like, well, every week I'll pick like a new song, like that I know that will go off one hundred percent because it's like it's just a classic song. Uh, so, like for instance. Like, so you say, I might play an old trance song or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, one of those 1990s trance songs that everybody knows. Oh, yeah, everyone like, loves them, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. But then I might make a bootleg so it fits in my set. So, like, a remix kind of thing. So, so yeah, um, just anything, really. Just something that, just something well-known. Anything well-known goes down well, really. Anything that someone could sing along to. So, a sing-along song is just perfect for these club sets, so... Yeah. And I guess as well, like the the crowds in like Ibiza or Creamfields or whatever are going to be really different to like the crowds in a little nightclub like in Darlington or somewhere like that. I mean, do you have to kind of adapt the set to each kind of crowd? Does that yeah. make sense? Or Def- definitely, you do. You do have to definitely because the crowds are just completely different. Saturday night crowd compared to like a, an Ibiza crowd is just completely different because an Ibiza crowd's more there for. But they are there to get down with the music. Do you know what I mean? They're they're da- they're, they're there for the music. They are there. Um, and the difference between a club, like club, is just you know clubs. They're going out to have a good night. Do you know what I mean? Like they're just going out to, to, to you know enjoy the night with their friends and just you know have a good time. So you just got to bring those party vibes to that kind of like uh, club night. Whereas in Ibiza, you can't have there's more pressure because you have to please the crowd 100% because that's what they're there to like be pleased with the music. They they know exactly what you're playing and like yeah, it's just uh, it's comp- they're just completely two two completely different nights. Yeah, so, and people in the clubs will just be, you know, drunk and dancing to anything, won't they? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not bothered, really. They're not bothered about the music. They just want, as long as you play stuff that they know, that's, that's, that they'll, they'll, they'll be happy. So, yeah, yeah. And obviously there's been quite a, quite a good response to your new track, um, Alone No More. I mean, yeah. it was on Radio 1's track of the day, wasn't it, the other day as well? 
how, yeah, yeah. how does it feel to know that people are obviously loving all of your music, not just not just the first song? You know, like everyone's loving everything. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's pretty crazy to be honest with you. I mean, I can't believe like the response for it to be honest with you. I have to wish you a mind, but you know, there was so much pressure after that track because it was so big, and yeah, I just can't believe how big you know it's the the response has been. It's been absolutely crazy. It's uh, been an absolute whirlwind, and I can't believe you know Radio One have you know made it track of the day last week and. It's just all these things and it just doesn't quite seem real still but like it's so cool and i think it's just the pressure of trying to make another hit because there's that term one hit wonder and it goes yeah, knocked around on every other artist doesn't it these days yeah and there's so many people and for me it's like okay i made this track wish you were mine i've got to make another one but i'm not going to plant myself just because of wish you were mine like there's too many artists who just go Right, I've had one hit now. I'm, I'm the Don. I'm amazing. But I'm not like that. I'm like completely on, opposite. I'm like, God, I've made a hit. Like, I'm panicking. I am. Like, what else? What else can I do? I'm like trying to hide behind the hedges still. <laughs> yeah, I made wish your mind. But I'm like, I don't want anybody to like, you know, think too much of me. Do you know what I mean? So it's uh, so yeah, there's a lot of pressure. But 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 the response has been absolutely crazy, and I feel a bit more confident now. So yeah, it's all it's all good, man. It must be a relief as well to know that to know that Alona Mars going down probably as well as. As wish you reminded as well. Exactly. Well, exactly. I think that's. I mean, that's the that's the uh, crazy thing, really. I mean, when you make these songs and you get these ideas and and you, you you're not 100 percent sure about them, and uh, it's like you you have to you have to show these ideas to other people to get their feedback to say, look, this is this has got something, and. Yeah, I mean, like, when it comes to Wish Your Mind, I never knew Wish Your Mind was going to be a hit. I mean, it was just a mess-around track. And it's like with this one, again, it's just almost like a mess-around track. And, and it's, you're, not really, you're, not, it's, you're not trying to be too serious about the music. I mean, obviously, it's all about being serious. You've got to be serious at the end of the day. But, like, when you're actually producing, you've got to think, look, I can't be too serious because nobody wants serious music. They want, in dance music, they want something to have fun to because that's what it's all about, having fun. So yeah, I mean, it was just about having fun with this track and trying to make something just as good as Wish You Were Mine, and uh, yeah, it's uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, emulated that. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, other people have as well. So yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. How long does it take to put together a song like that? Is it is it quite a long process or just got something? Not really. The hardest part is finding the idea. It's getting the idea, which is it's all about the idea. Like you can produce any track, and you could it could be the best production going, but it doesn't mean it's a good track. It's the idea which is the most important part. Like, if you can get a good idea, a good vocal, a good uh, instrumental part, if you can find a good key element, you need to find that part first. That's the most important part for, of the track. Um, so, like, with, with Wish You Were Mine, it's obviously the vocal. Uh, with with uh, Alone No More, it's obviously the vocal. Um, if you can find a good element, a good idea, then you can build the track around it. As soon as you find the idea, the idea is a hard part, and it could take days. Once you've found the idea, the track just comes like you can probably produce the track in like a couple of hours, which is pretty crazy. But it's it's the truth, you know. It just it it just comes so quickly. Luke Botham. And uh, now I think we'll uh, have a little listen to the Colour Run. Colour Run. What's he on about? Colour in Run. Is he washing his clothes in the washing machine and the colours of run? <laughs> no, that has happened before. But no, what I am talking about is a uh, a run that's happening in Darlington this very weekend on the 20th September and basically loads of people do a little run around South Park covered in paint 
Luke Botham. So this weekend, something very unusual is coming to South Park in Darlington. It's called Run the Spectrum, and it's a 5K with a lot of added paint everywhere. It even gets sprayed from fire extinguishers, apparently. It is going to get really messy. Now, Sophie Clark is an event organiser, and she told me more about what happens. At the start, before everyone goes off for the run, we'll have a massive um, colour up. So everyone, as part of the registration, gets a T-shirt and a pouch of paint. Um, and then the runners go off. And then um, every so often throughout the 5K route, we've got colour stations. So they then get pelted with paint. <laughs> that sounds really fun. So basically, they, as they run around, they get more and more kind of like it, like coated in different coloured paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good idea. Um, so obviously one's happening in Darlington this weekend. Could you tell me a little bit more about, about that one? Yes, yeah, so we've got registration opening at 11. Then we do a warm-up at 5 past. Then we do the colour-up at 10 past. And then the runners go off at quarter past. One. Presumably anyone can take part in the event. I think it's quite a family thing. Oh, it is, yeah. Real fun run. Uh, wheelchair users came to our run last year. We've got toddlers and pushchairs went round. Uh, you can run, walk, jog, anything that you like, really. So it's a really fun family-filled um, event. Presumably all of the money that gets raised is all going to the to the Northeast Autism Society. What kind of things will the money raised help with? Well, at the moment we've got um, two toddler groups, um, so that's for any um, child who is either going through the diagnosis of autism, had the diagnosis, or maybe a parent or grandparent think their grandchild or son or daughter has got autism. So we're hoping to run those toddler groups right across the northeast. Um, because the one at Newton Aycliffe we've got at the moment and Stanley's really um, successful and the parents, you know, it's somewhere where they can come for advice, anything they're worried about or behaviours and our family development manager can um, kind of go through any issues they're having and try and give them tips and also just a bit more information about the process, especially if they haven't been diagnosed yet as well. Um, we also deliver free trampoline lessons every other Saturday and during school holidays. So it's again to um, keep those trampoline lessons going and that can be for any child with any disability can come along to that. And again, that's at our Newton A. Cliff site. Oh, so it's helping with loads of different things then, obviously. So Yeah, definitely. You know, the, the, like the paint that you're using, I guess it's like... Um, the sort of stuff they might get in like uh they might use in like nightclubs and things that's quite easy to kind of quite easy to kind of wash off is that kind of what it is oh or? it's it's like a dust so it's classed as like a food grade so if you ingest it or it does go in your eyes it's not harmful and um, so it's literally just like dust blows away um, <laughs> and it can be easily washed off clothes Luke Botham so I uh, I think it's Probably about time now that we headed across to Riggy to find out exactly what things are happening in the area this weekend. And I will give you a little warning now. This bulletin is full of puns. Riggy is the pun master, the king of puns. <laughs> so yeah, beware of those. It is a wonderful little bulletin and this is what's happening this weekend. It's that time of the week again where we find out what events are coming up over the next seven days. 
on Saturday, 10 bands performing at the Green Room as part of their all-day punk festival in aid of McMillan Cancer Support. And staying with the charity theme, you can get your running shoes on this Sunday with Colour Run Run the Spectrum in Darlington South Park. It's set to be a fun day for all the family and all the proceeds to go into the North East Autism Society. Hollyoaks heartthrob Tom Vaughan is Robbie Williams in Let Me Entertain You at Darlington Civic Theatre on Tuesday. That one is guaranteed to relight your fire, excuse the pun. And finally, a French artist is rebuilding the Darlington train station clock tower out of cardboard boxes. You can find him in the Market Square this week ahead of the Festival of Thrift next weekend. For more information about all of these events and for further event listings, visit whatsondarlow.co.uk. <laughs> I, I do love Ricky. You've got to love him, haven't you? You can hear him in the studio every Thursday at 8.30, but you can also, of course, hear him on this wonderful podcast where he will be immortalised. So one last thing that is uh, happening is a little treat for you wonderful podcasters. Thank you so much for sticking with me right until the end of this podcast. So what I'm going to do for you now is I've been testing out a brand new game this week. I dragged along one of my friends. He tests out all the features with me. I, I like to call him Distant Dan because he lives in Cumbria, but he does help out with all the features. You might remember him on this. Hi, John. Hi, Dan. Have you ever had any uh, potential experiences with uh, ghosts or anything down or the paranormal? Well, when I was asleep one night, I uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw someone at the end of my bed. That was the wonderful distant dad on ghosts in the garrison a little while ago. He helped test that out. And now today, he's helping test out Guess Who. This is a brand new game. I'm so excited about it. So Dan today pretended to be something that he doesn't actually do in real life, because obviously I'd know that he's a journalist. He pretended to be something else. I had to guess, and I had so, so much fun doing it. So have a little listen, and do let me know what you think. Luke.Botham at bfbs.com if you want to get in touch. Luke Botham. Hello. 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 How are you, Dan? Oh, all right. You're all right, yeah? <laughs> what about yourself? Oh, how, um, how are you feeling after your feeling test? I'm fine and dandy. I'm a little bit tired because I got up at like six or something this morning. It's illegal times, you know. No, yeah, illegal, yeah. It's very illegal in my book, Dan. <laughs> right, Dan, so obviously right. uh, today you are joining us on the podcast to help out, to, to help test out the new feature Guess Who. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you got a uh, a completely fake job planned in your head? I have. Yes. Yeah. So, what we're gonna do for the benefit of the listeners <laughs> is, um, I am gonna try and guess this fake job that Dan's chosen. In real life, he is a journalist, and that's not presumably the job that you've chosen, Dan. No. Not no. At all. Good. Good. Right. Should we get started? Yep. Go for it. Far away. Does your job involve the outdoors? Yes, I suppose it does. It does? Yes. If if I was to uh, walk past you doing your job, Dan, um, what sort of things might I expect to encounter? Well, you might expect me uh, to be wearing some sort of uniform. Oh, a uniform. <laughs> you, you might expect me to be um, working at a great height. Oh, you might expect me to be dealing with things that would be ordinarily scary. Oh, this is very mysterious. If I was uh, 
for some bizarre reason venturing to America, would I encounter you on the uh, Statue of Liberty? Um, no, but you might see me on the highway at high speed. The highway at high speed? Oh, this is this is becoming quite a mystery. <laughs> Are you uh, one of these rat racers? No. No. <laughs> um, do you have a, a kind of set workplace, Anna? Do you, do you work all over the place? Well, we have a main workplace, but we could get sent all over. Oh, this is very dramatic. Does your job involve lots of manual labour? Is it physical? Uh, yes, I'd say it's physical. It is physical. Oh, Daniel. Have you got any clues to give me? Well, there's always a lot of flashing when I'm on the move. <laughs> there's always a lot of flashing? Yes. Are you Magic Mike? No, it will become clear once, once I reveal what my job is. <laughs> are, you some uh, kind of, um, are you some kind of Chippendales experience, Dan? No, but it's a lot of flashing when I'm on the move. Think about it, think about it. Are you something to do with a car? N not, not really, no, but um, would you like another clue? Yeah, <laughs> I'm confused. Um, well, when, when we're doing our job uh, and we, we need to, to go out, um, we don't take the stairs. If that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll humour the audience and pretend that, that makes makes lots of sense. <laughs> I'm just sat here thinking, wow, I've guessed. <laughs> uh, is it to do with lifts or elevators? N not specifically, but the word lift is relevant to my job. Are you a strong man? No. No, they don't flash, do they? <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> Flashing. Think about flashing on the move. It's not as it's not as dirty as you think. What what flashes on the move? Have a have a think. Yeah. What what yeah. What what you know, If you're out and about, what might you see flashing? Uh, ambulance. It? <laughs> it's along the right lines. It's not an ambulance. Fire engine. <laughs> but what's my job? Fireman. Yes. Yay! Did I win? <laughs> yeah. Well. It depends how many questions you were allowed. But. It, it only took about eight minutes, but... <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yeah, no worries. I'll catch you later on. Thanks a lot, Dan. See you later. Bye-bye. Luke Botham. So that was the first ever edition of Guess Who. I hope you liked it. I had so much fun making it, and Dan did as well. We had a lot of fun. Well, thank you very, very, very much if you tuned in. I hope you enjoyed the first ever podcast by me Luke Botham I'll have lots lots more for you every two weeks from now until forever I'll probably still be making these when I'm a, a skeleton in the ground or whatever happens to me later in life I'll be a ghost coming into the BFBS studios I love it that much anyway thanks for listening and I'll see you again soon thank you bye bye